Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you once again for another opportunity to share in your word this evening. Thank you for last week. Thank you for this week. Thank you for bringing us into a new week. Be thou exalted in the name of Jesus. Father, as we continue in your word, looking at the character Ruth, looking at the book of Ruth, we ask Jesus that you please open our eyes of understanding. As we behold you as in a glass, as we behold your word, Father, please let there be a transformation. Let us be changed by your spirit in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you answered. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, once again, I want to welcome us to another session of what feast for the month of December. And I pray that God Almighty will reveal himself to us once again in the name of Jesus. And like we said, this month is a month of freedom for us because wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And I pray that uh, by the reason of the Spirit of God, anyone who is still in one bondage or the other will be set free in the name of Jesus. Okay, so uh, by way of a recap, last week we spoke about uh, the life of the family of Naomi, how Naomi and Elimelech, her husband, with her two sons, moved out of God, God's designated uh, land or area for them, how they moved out of God's plan for their life and moved into where God actually has not planned for them. And we also looked at the repercussion, what uh, resulted from their um, uh, unauthorized movement. And last week, we, we made mention of the fact that as much as there is no, uh, there is nothing wrong um, changing or moving uh, from one place to another, or making uh, changing uh, location or changing jobs or changing, making decisions. But then we must understand that whatever decision we make determine the consequences that follow after. And that's why we must be careful as regards whatever choice or decision we make. As humans, we don't have the capacity to choose the consequences that follow after. But then whatsoever decision we make determines the consequence. And therefore, Moses told the children of Israel that put or place before you life and death, but then I urge you to choose life if you want to live. That means what comes after is a function of the choices that they make. Okay, And last week we established that, um, uh, uh, what is it called now? A service... Uh, uh, a strange service or a strange decision does not necessarily mean an ungodly one, but then it talks about uh, an, author an unauthorized change, an unauthorized service. So many people actually are engaged in, an, uh, in a strange service, not because that kind of service or not because that kind of change is ungodly. Uh, as a matter of fact, from the physical standpoint, in my look, are very, very good. It might look promising, you know, it might look successful, uh, promising one and all that. But according to God's plan, it's not uh, meant for us. And as a result, because God is not part of that plan, is not part of that change, is not part of the decision, we tend to uh, not to get a good kind of result. And there's a, there's a, uh, there's a tendency or likelihood of experiencing uh, frustration or difficulty, just like we saw for the life of Naomi and our family when they went out 
of God's plan. Okay, so uh, that was what we discussed last week. For those of us who were not part of the teaching last week, I would encourage us to kindly go back, uh, just a way of referring back, to listen to it. And I know by the uh, grace of God, it will bless our hearts. Okay, so today we are going to be talking briefly, I'm going to be as brief as possible tonight, on um, the topic which says, looks like a subtopic which says, turn again. Turn again, just like a way of continuation, of, uh, looking at the life of Naomi and the family. Uh, turn again. I'm going to pick in my test from Ruth chapter one. I'm going to start reading from verse eight downwards to verse uh, 19 thereabout. Okay, Ruth chapter one. I'm going to start reading from verse eight down to verse 19. Now I read. Verse 8 says, And Naomi said unto her two daughters-in-law, Go, return each to her mother's house. The Lord deal kindly with you, as he have dealt with the dead and with me. Okay, so uh, this actually is a continuation of the story of Naomi, like I said, with her family, when she has lost everything that, that God has blessed her with, by reason of living or walking out of God's plan for her life, we're made to understand that she went back to her original land, where God planted her, where God placed her. As a matter of fact, when we go a step backward, I mean two steps backward, going back to verse 6 of that same chapter, the word of God says that when Naomi arose with her daughter-in-law, that she might return from the country of Moab, for she had heard in the country of Moab how that the Lord had visited his people and given them bread. Okay, when she saw that God had visited his people, she arose. Okay, she moved out of the strange land that she was into the land God had designated for her. Okay, initially she was carried away by the difficulty that was happening. Okay, that, 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 that came against them, the famine that came against them in the land where they were. And she, because of that, she moved out of that place. You know, like I told us last week, that uh, your location does not necessarily matter as to your thinking, your mentality, your faith in God, where you are. Uh, what matters most most is your ability to trust and believe God. It does not matter the kind of challenges you are going through. Uh, it's just a face. Like I told us, I said life is seasonal. Okay, and uh, it is going to be dangerous for us to make uh, permanent decisions in a temporary phase. We should not say because of the kind of challenges we are facing or we are going through, we are going to make a decision out of God's way. It's dangerous because uh, it can cause us to lose whatsoever God has blessed us with. Just like the story of the prodigal son, when the prodigal son moved out of his father's house, when he moved out of the watch or moved out of the covering of his father, even though he moved out with plenty, he came back empty. Okay, he had lost everything due to riotous living because there was no one to guide. No, he was out of course. 
you know he was not where he, he ought to be he needed he, he, he wanted to be free he wanted to do things just like he, he just as he, he likes just as he wants and all that you know it's he, he, just like saying trying to say that oh I, I i mean i'm tired of of saying i mean just staying under the watch of my friend and all that but when he moved out he saw what it means to walk out of god's plan and like i told us last week that walking out of god's plan or walking out of God's designated jurisdiction for our life only exposes us to the attacks of the wicked. Okay, so now here we saw that when everything has been said and done, when Naomi has lost all that she had, that God gave to her in, uh, in, the, in the place where God has planted her, as a result of her moving out of that place, when she has, she has lost everything, she saw that God had visited the land again, the land of Israel again. She now rose up and went back. However, in verse 8, when she was about going back, she told the daughter-in-laws, I mean, the daughter-in-law that were married to her children, who she lost, okay, that they should turn again. They should go back. Okay, verse 8, they said, and Naomi said unto her two daughters-in-law, go, return each to her mother's house. The Lord did kindly with you, as you have dealt with the dead and with me. Verse 9 says, The Lord grant you that ye may find rest, each of you in the house of her husband. Then she kissed them, and they lifted up their voice and wept. Verse 10 says, And they said unto her, Surely we will return with thee unto thy people. And Naomi said, Turn again, my daughters. Why will ye go with me? Are there yet any more sons in my womb? that they may be your husbands. He repeat, she repeated that statement again in verse. She said, Turn again, my daughters, go your way, for I am too old to have an husband. If I should say I have hope, if I should have an husband also tonight, and should also bear sons, would he tarry for them till they were grown? Would he stay for them from having husbands? Nay, my daughters, for it grieveth me much for your sakes that the hand of the Lord is gone out against me. Verse 14. And they lifted up their voice and wept again. And Opa kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth cleft unto her. Now, verse 15 uh, is going to give us a clear uh, direction, understanding concerning what Naomi asked them to turn from, okay? I mean, and what they should turn to, you know? Um, more often than not, when we hear the word turn again, you know, sometimes it could mean to repent, okay, to turn from your evil ways to, uh, to, to the ways of God, okay? But this time around, uh, it's, it's, not, it's not from that perspective. And, and verse 15 gives us a clear perspective of what we would be discussing briefly tonight. Verse 15 says, And she said, Behold, thy sister-in-law is gone back unto her people, and unto our gods, return thou after thy sister-in-law. Okay, Naomi told them, return, I mean, turn again. Okay, turn again from who? From the people of Israel. Turn again from the God of Israel. Turn again and look backwards to the, 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 the friends, the ungodly friends they used to have. Turn again and look backwards, you know, to, to the gods that you usually used to serve. Okay? Saying, turn again. 
turned again. Okay, and she said that out of her experiences, okay, and that's why sometimes we should not allow the experiences of people to determine our the kind of decision or choices we make in life. Because she said in previous verse, like we said, that the hand of the Lord is gone out of me. She was giving them critical reasons why they need to turn again. Okay? And as believers, we, our, we can't afford to allow our faith to be built on the experiences of people. We can't afford to allow our faith to be built on people, on the wisdom, on the knowledge of people. Okay, Apostle Paul said in the scripture, he says that, that he determined not to know anything amongst the brethren so that he might minister freely, you know, in the wisdom and the power of Christ. Okay, not in the excellency of speech, that their faith might not abide in the wisdom of man, but in that of God, in the power of God. Okay, so she was speaking from her own perspective, from her dealings with God, okay, that turn again. There is really nothing, there is no future for you based on what she, 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 has, she has experienced. Say, turn again. That even if I marry today and I give birth, will you wait so so number of years for you to get married? You know, giving them excuses why their work with God will not work. Okay? Saying, turn again. Who are the people speaking to your lives? What is the basis for your faith? Is it the experiences of men? Is it the word of God? The word of God says that let God be true and all men liars. That it is not, it is not obtainable or true in the life of an individual does not mean it is not obtainable in your life. Okay? Let God be true and all men liars. Let God be true and all men liars. Now let's go and uh, read further, uh, looking at what the kind of decisions that were made by Opa and that were made by Ruth, okay? You know, when, when, when she persuaded them, should them turn again, were told in verse 14 that they lifted up their voice and wept again. And Opa kissed her mother-in-law, you know, that kind of kiss is a, is a goodbye kiss. And she left okay, unto her people, okay, she, as her faith wasn't strong enough, she was easily persuaded that, ha, what, what, what actually awaits me? If someone who is such a believer like this, you know, is experiencing this, I mean, I think it would be better for me to just look for an option B. I think it would be better for me to quickly go back. You know, I think, you know, because she couldn't trust God enough. And that's why as believers, you must know God for yourself. Who is God to you? Not what people are telling you about God. Who is God to you? What kind do you have a personal relationship with Him? The faith of Opa was easily moved. Was moved. But for Ruth, let's see what happened to her. In verse 16, she said, and it, it was said about Ruth. Said, and Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee, or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go, and where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. 
Ruth was determined. In verse 17, we say, she says again and continues, said, Where thou diest, will I die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death path thee and me. Verse 18, it was said, Naomi said something, said, when she saw that she was steadfastly minded, okay, can we see the difference between Ruth and Opa, okay? Ruth was a woman whose minded, whose faith was, mind was stayed on God. She was steadfastly minded. She had a strong faith. She trusted God. She had never had an, you know, she, she, she had never actually gotten, you know, to that destination that that she knows uh, what is it called that she sees. She had, but she trusted God. She has heard a lot about the God of Israel. And her faith has been built up. And not just that, but she trusted God so much that she had made up her mind not to depart from the God of Israel. That wherever Naomi goes, she will go with her. You know, her people shall be her people. Our God shall be our God. And as a matter of fact, the only thing that will separate us from the God of Israel is death. Steadfastness of mind. Not being carried away by the difficulties or the situation that is going around. That is happening. She lost her husband for crying out loud. You know, it was a pathetic one. But in spite of that, she didn't curse God. What kind of of relation friends do you have around you just like the wife of job told i said told him curse god and die you know and naomi was doing the same thing even though in a different way that turned again from god i mean look at you've lost your husband there is nothing that that's left nothing to offer you go away but she said that i will go with your god just like what job said even though he slays me i will yet trust in me steadfast trust okay going all out after god okay even though she has not yet obtained but she believed that there's a city somewhere okay there's a city somewhere whose dwelling is god steadfastness and that was what kept daniel in the land of babylon it was said about daniel that daniel proposed in his heart not to eat part of the king's myth, not to eat of, of his table. And as a result of that, he became ten times better. Friends, there will be difficulties. There will be challenges on our way in this Christian journey. As a matter of fact, for every challenge, for every difficulty, for every problem we encounter, there is a plan of God or there is a reason why God allowed it to come. Okay, there is a reason. It's part of God's plan. The Word of God says, All things work together for good to them who love God and are called by Him. All things, good things, they work for good to them that love God. Bad things, they work for good to them that love God. Okay, so it does not matter what you are going through. It is part of God's plan to shape you, to make you who He wants you to be. Jesus Christ learned obedience through the things he suffered. Okay? He learned obedience through the things he suffered. Okay? God can't trust you if he doesn't test you. The faith, the trust of Ruth was tested. He lost everything. It was not even part of the commonwealth of Israel. But by reason of her faith, she was engrafted in 
to the commonwealth of Israel. By reason of her faith, she was she, she became one of the grand great grandmother of Jesus Christ, the lineage of Jesus. But for Opa, who went back after God, who went back, you know, to seek other gods, we couldn't see her name wasn't mentioned after that verse again. There was nothing that was written about now about Opa because, I mean, she was forgotten. There is nothing to be identified about her life. Friends, the only way you can stand out in the midst of the crowd is by making unique decisions. The ability to make decisions that sometimes when people hear about them, they will say, you are foolish. Foolish decisions. Okay? But it takes someone who is foolish to actually walk the path of faith. Okay? Because you don't need to believe what you see. It takes faith to, be, to, 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 to walk towards, I mean, what you can't see. It takes faith to pursue an unseen reality. Okay? It takes faith to pursue it. It takes faith to pursue it. So he said, turn again. Turn again. Turn again. So are you turning again because of the challenges of life? Have you turned again? Have you made a decision to go back from the God of Abraham? Have you made a decision to turn back, to turn away from the God of Jacob? Have you turned, made a decision to turn again from the God of Isaac because the promise has not yet been fulfilled? Have you made a decision to turn away from the God of Abraham because the blessings have not yet manifested? Turning again, we only erase you or we only exclude you from the eternal plan of God, just like he did for Opa. Turning again, we only make you miss out on the eternal agenda that God has for your life. Turning again from him. So don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. I want to encourage us. Don't be discouraged. Have strong faith in God. Trust him. If he says it, he will do it because he is not a man that should lie. When God promises you a thing, he will accomplish it. You know, more often than not, because it doesn't come at our own timing. Okay, we are hungry, we are furated. Oh, God has not done this, God has not done that. Whereas we do not pay attention to some of the things that God has done for us. And as a result, we turn away. We turn away. We turn away. You know, from the plan of God for our life, you know, because of the difficult moment. And in every difficulty is an opportunity. When Ruth followed through with Naomi and, and the God of Israel, you know, to the land of Israel, when she followed through to serve the God of Israel, we saw that things changed. Everything began to take shape. You know, everything that has died begin to come alive, began to come alive, okay? God opened her up to a new reality. God established her. God gave her hope. God, you know, gave her a new man, a man that, that doesn't just love her, but is ready to be spent and to spend for her. God established her in a greater way, just like what God did for Job, that the latter hand of Job was greater than the former, okay? Ruth lost and a man, okay? But when God was to restore her back, God gave her a man that was better and wealthier 
you know, influence, more influential than the first one. Trust God, friends. Things might be tough, I know, but then we can't afford to work according to our emotions. We can't afford to afford to work according to our feelings. It's not a matter of what you feel, but what exactly is God saying to you. Irrespective of what you feel, you must choose to go after and follow after the instructions of God for your life. The word of God says that, let the weak say, I am strong. Don't confess your weakness. Say you are strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. And when you keep proclaiming it, you keep working towards it, you keep obeying God, I mean, at the end, that promise shall speak. Though it tarry, wait for it. There is a place of waiting. There is a place of waiting. Wait for it. It will speak at the end. And I pray that the Almighty God will bless us in the name of Jesus. I pray that this word uh, will, will fall on fertile ground of our hearts and will bear fruit in the name of Jesus. Father, we want to thank you once again for tonight. Thank you for this uh, word that you've sent to us in brief. Lord Jesus, I pray for as many that are listening to me, to your word through me, I ask that you please bless their heart. For as many that have lost hope, that are the verge of turning again from you, please help them to be restored. Restore their joy. Please help them to make the right decision. In the name of Jesus, I come against every ungodly friends. I come against every ungodly relationship. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. So next week, uh, see us same time next week, uh, continuing our teaching, looking at the life of Ruth as, um, as, as, a char- as a person, and I hope that we get blessed by the end of this, uh, of this theme for this month in the name of Jesus. Thank you, and God bless you. Amen.